Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a better ex- banking experience for your business, if you're tired of the big bank hug, shall we say, you know what I mean by that, um, and you want a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way, that's what I've found at Renaissance Bank. But don't take my word for it. Go to renaissancebank.com and give them a call. Um, they've got uh, you can search for the local office near you. They've got some 200 across the Southeast ready to serve you and get in touch. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Colin Fogarty. Colin is with Mighty Dog Roofing of North Atlanta. Colin, welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's a pleasure to have you. Let's talk about you and... Mighty Dog Roofing. I know you're doing roofs out there. How you how you serving folks here in the North Atlanta area? Yeah, so at Mighty Dog Roofing of North Atlanta, um, I like to say we're in the business of bringing peace of mind to folks when it comes to comes to their roofs. Um, you know, Mighty Dog Roofing. Uh, we take our inspiration from man's best friend, right? And mm-hmm. I think about my own dog Sanford. He's a chocolate lab, love of my life. Um, only, only thing ahead of him or only person ahead of him is my, my lovely wife. Um, but when I think about Sanford, he wants to do two things. He wants to protect me and Emily and our family, Mm -hmm. and he wants to make us happy. And Mighty Dog Roofing of North Atlanta, when I say bring peace of mind, whether someone's got a leak that they're trying to deal with, or they know it's time for a new roof or want to change the aesthetics of their home, Mm -hmm. We approach um, working with customers in what's what's the issue you're trying to solve? What are the options to address that issue? And how can we create the best experience possible through communication, making sure that they know what's going on, and really working together as partners to get that you know home improvement project solved for them? And that's how we approach our business. I love that. Let's get more into that in a second. But t- talk about you and your journey. Um, why Mighty Dog Roofing? Yeah, so um, I like to say that I'm a uh, recovering consultant. Um, <laughs> but my my story is I born and raised Savannah, Georgia. Yep. Um, went to the University of Georgia, graduated in, in 2010, and then started my career in Atlanta in sales and marketing. Um, worked with a lot of small business owners because my clients were primarily – um, convenience store owners who, who truly were living the American dream, mm-hmm. right? Like they, many of them had immigrated from, could have been India, um, could have been Korea, mm-hmm. um, you know, many places all over the world. And they were, uh, I got to work with them and help them grow their businesses. And so I, I say at a, a young age, um, not that I planned it, but this seed to, to own my own business one day and, and serve customers in the community kind of got planted. Mm. Um, but before I got there and got here today with Mighty Dog, um, I decided I wanted to go, you know, sort of build my skill set further. Took my my adventure outside of the state of Georgia and, and went to business school in Virginia. Um, met my wife 
my now wife, Emily, there chased her in Manhattan for a couple years, uh, but finally got back to Georgia. And, and during that time, um, worked as a management consultant. Mm. And that allowed me to serve um, much, much larger companies on um, projects and the hundreds of millions and billions of dollars in impact, large Fortune 500 companies. And I missed that sort of local local component mm-hmm. um, from my, my previous stint and really wanted to get back to that space once once we got back to Georgia. Right. Um, and so the, the story goes, I was um, reading these University of Georgia football message boards that I, I probably spend too much time on, quite honestly. But <laughs> um, the concept of franchising had always interested me uh-huh. and um, got in touch with somebody in the franchising space. And one conversation led to two, led to Emily joining the conversation led to 50 more mm-hmm. um, and ultimately settled on Mighty Dog Roofing um, because I loved, I loved the business model and, and what they were trying to do. I, I talk about the peace of mind and serving customers locally, mm-hmm. um, but also the, the the culture that was there and the, the national sort of backing. Mighty Dog Roofing, I, I, I did not know this till recently, within six months or so, we're, we're probably going to be the largest roofing company in all of North America. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm able to operate locally with people here in the community, which is awesome, and serve them. But I've also got this sort of national powerhouse behind me, mm-hmm. um, which allows me to, you know, I, I, th- I think ultimately offer better service to our local customers. And so I, I love that. So long-winded, long-winded no, story, story there, but great story. It's been an interesting journey yeah. uh, over the past fifteen years or so. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you answered the question, um, uh, "Why Mighty Dog?" But you went through a whole lot of uh, a pretty big process there, um, and that's really a lesson. It sounds like to me to others that are thinking about franchising is do your homework. You really did your homework. A lot of homework. Uh-huh. I've, I've done a lot of homework in my life, but I don't know that anything quite stacked up because it's. It was a very. It was going to be a big change in life. Um, it was going to be a large investment, and you want to make sure that one, you're getting into a, a business that you're going to be passionate about and and be thrilled to operate every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, for many financial reasons, you want to make sure you're getting into a, a business that. It's going to allow you to get a return on your investment. Right. Um, and Mighty Dog just really stood out kind of above the pack of the other the other sort of franchise and business opportunities I looked at. That's awesome. Now, talk about uh, what you've learned in actually owning your own business versus consulting to others. I mean, what's what's uh, what's been the surprise or or uh, delight or or um, you sound like you're pretty happy. Yeah, I, I well, the way I like to describe it is it's it's a different adventure every day, uh, and and whether that's um, something pops up from a, a business operations perspective that you got to deal with, or um, you know you deal with Susan Smith today, and you deal with um, John or Richard or whoever tomorrow, and everyone's unique and different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I at my core, I'm a I'm a people relationships person. Mm. Um, I care about interacting with my friends, my family, with just people more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the most fulfilling part about the business because ultimately we are asking homeowners to place a great deal of trust in us. Um, it, it's your home and roofs are not cheap. They're large investments. Um, 
and we're, we're earning that trust, but we also like to partner with people that we trust as well. Um, we, we have walked away from um, potential customers because, you know, we believe in partnerships and we're not always right for, for some folks and some folks aren't always right for us. Um, but I think, you know, one, one of the biggest surprises coming from, you know, the corporate world back to your original question, Mm -hmm. um, I think I took for granted that, you know, whether it's HR or whatever sort of operations that go on in the background to operate a business, you, you take, take those for granted. Or now as a small business owner, you know, I wear many hats every day. You know, today I'm the CFO and focused on uh, financial planning or accounting. Tomorrow, we've got to figure out a, a new marketing strategy. And then the next day is payroll. And, you know, I've got to run through all those things. So mm-hmm. I think that's been a, a, a something that I knew was going to be there, but I didn't quite um, understand what all it would require until I've, I've gotten into it here. Um, so that's sort of been the biggest surprise, which I, I think yeah. that was the initial question. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Uh, Colin Fogarty is with us, folks, and he's the owner of Mighty Dog Roofing of North Atlanta. Um, so, Colin, let's let's get to roofs. Talk a little bit about roofs. I mean, roofs are one of those things that homeowners just expect to work every day, and they don't really think about yes. uh, think about uh, what happens when they uh, go when things go wrong or. Um, the steps to keep everything going right. So let's talk about um, roofs and uh, maybe maintenance. Let's let's talk about the maintenance piece of it first. Yeah. So I think um, you know one thing we we counsel folks that we talk to um, is you should really think about getting your roof inspected once a year. Um, and that doesn't mean just going around the house and looking for leaks, but it could be getting a qualified roofer like Mighty Dog Roofing to come out and, and do um, uh, an inspection. And we do that. Part of part of what we offer customers um, is an annual maintenance program to, to literally come out once a year, once every 18 months. We can work on the schedule and just make sure that we give your roof a checkup and it's in good standing. Um. Now, just to be clear, you actually get up on the roof. So, folks, this is not just walking around the house and looking up on the, uh, the yes. roof, right? Yes. <laughs> this is something in depth here. Yes. Yeah. We, well, we, we get up on most roofs, but we also, we've invested in drone technology. Oh, uh, wow. Which, which a lot of roofing companies also use. Mm-hmm. Um, but that allows us, it, it really gives an advantage because the drone takes a ton of pictures. Right. Um, to the point where if we're doing a roofing project, we we can build a 3D model to get the most accurate measurements, which helps us, you know, produce the best sort of package and cost and estimate for a customer. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing, it's a preventative sort of program where we've got a flash in time pictures of of the roof in the home, so that, you know it was in today it was in great shape. Well, three months from now, let's say a big windstorm blows through. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know. Roofing, a lot of times there's an insurance component to it because uh, most homeowners, their roofs are protected by a homeowner's insurance policy. And we can say today there was no, the roof is in perfect condition. This windstorm blows through. And now there's an after picture that shows, you know, a bunch of damage or impact from that storm. Mm. So again, going back to sort of the concept of peace of mind, right? if you have us out, we say roof's in great shape and we keep a record of it that could be useful down the road depending mm-hmm. on what happens. Um, and so, it, you know, we, we advise annual inspections, but also just things to watch out for sort of advice for folks. Um, 
most roofs will have, you know, it's like a white PVC pipe that sort of comes out of the roof or has multiple of those. Sometimes you can see them from the ground, sometimes not. Um, they have a, a rubber sort of flashing boot around them. And if, if, if you called us out and said, hey, I've got a leak, the first place I'm going to look on the roof is this PVC pipe um, because the, the flashing rubber component that goes around it last five to seven years it just gets beat up by the sun mm-hmm. and so if you're not watching out for that that's sort of a, a place for leaks mm. um, and that's one example of sort of things we we look out for but it all boils down to don't just forget about your roof do sort of pay attention to it just like you would your, your lawn or the paint on the front of your house or what have you yeah that makes perfect sense um, so talk a little bit uh, we talked about maintenance. Let's talk a little bit about um, you've got a roof problem. You know you've got a roof problem. We, we uh, Storms come through. Um, how do you decide? Uh, I mean, selecting a roofer is not something people do every day, right? Yep. So how do you decide uh, who's who and what's what in, in selecting a roofer? And what advice would you give folks about that? Excellent question. So, so first I'll say there's, there's a lot of great roofers out there. Um, not all of them are great. There's, there's certainly, um, roofers that, that could be avoided. Um, but there are a lot of great ones, um, in the area and my dog roofing is we're a national franchise. So my business that I operate, we cover North Fulton, Forsyth and Cherokee counties. And then Mm -hmm. there are other mighty dog owners that sort of operate the other areas of Atlanta. Mm Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to, let's say, you see a leak or you know your roof's 20 years old and it's, it's time. You can tell that you need a new roof. Um, you know, the first thing I would say is look for a, a local roofing company. Um, there are roofers that, come, that can come from out of state and that you know, you'll hear the, storm, the term storm chaser. Mm-hmm. I believe in local businesses and I believe in local roofers. So I think that's, that's where I advise people to start. Um, certainly ask your friends and neighbors if they have a referral. Cause if, if you know people that you trust, who've had a good experience, that's a great starting point. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they've worked with mighty dog though. I, I know we haven't uh, served everyone in the area just yet. Um, but then, and this goes down to my core belief, right? I'm a, I said, I'm a people relationships person. Um, ask the questions that you need answered to, to get the peace of mind that you know you're working with someone who understands your issues, that's done a full inspection, that walks you through the components they're going to use. Because so, we, we don't cut any corners, and there are ways to, to cut corners, but you want to make sure you're getting a quality roof, uh, roof system installed. Mm-hmm. Ask about warranties. Ask for references. You know, Again, roofing, replacing a roof can be very expensive. Um, it's one of the most expensive components on in terms of home maintenance. And, you know, I just think you should do your due diligence and work with a trusted company um, and make sure that they sort of pass your diligence test. Great advice here from uh, Colin Fogarty, folks. He's with Mighty Dog Roofing of North Atlanta. So what, what talk about dealing, uh, you, you have a... Um, roof replacement that's an insurance claim mm-hmm. it's happened because of uh some event storm what have you um how do you advise homeowners to deal with the insurance company 
we uh, talk about this a lot. So I'm happy <laughs> I bet you, you do. <laughs> um, so look, first and foremost, um, if you think you've got damage to your roof caused by the elements, you know, I'll call it an act of God, whether it's wind or hail or a tree branch has fallen down that wasn't your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that you, you file an insurance claim, right? And typically, um, the, your insurance company will send out an adjuster to, to review that claim in person. And you absolutely want to have a roofing contractor there to meet that adjuster for the inspection. And the reason for that is, um, most adjusters are really great people. We, we meet them all the time and, you know, you end up just talking and get to know them a little bit as you do an inspection. Sure. Um, but you do want to make sure as a homeowner that your interests are being represented. So if, if I've been out there prior to the adjuster, I know where those impacts to your roof are so I can point those out. I'm going to ensure that that adjuster sees everything that's relevant to your case for what's going on with your home relative to your insurance policy. And I, everyone's policy is different and I, I can't go speak to your individual policy. That's not my expertise. Um, but what I can do is I, I don't have a law degree, um, but I like to use sort of the, the lawyer analogy of it's about building a case and mm-hmm. what's the evidence you need to have. And, and we know roofs, we do it all day, every day when I'm driving around, my head is on a swivel looking at roofs. I can't help myself. <laughs> um, but what we're there to be your advocate. Once that takes place, you'll hear back from your insurance company and it could be part of it's approved, none of it's approved, all of it's been approved. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about, let's say it's approved. Typically, and again, this is policy dependent, but there can be two types of sort of payments. First is what's called an actual cash value. So if your roof is 10 years old, knew it would be worth a hundred thousand dollars and making up easy numbers. Um, and, but it's depreciated 50%. So it's worth 50,000. You get a check for actual cash value of 50,000. Your roof is then replaced. And then depending on your policy, you get that other 50,000 once the roof is replaced like for like, and that's the depreciated value that comes after it's been put into the condition. It was before the storm impacted it. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a deductible to pay. Um, that is that is what's required of you to pay that roofing contractor. Um, and you should pay that deductible. It'd be very clear there. You know, you may hear of, I got my deductible paid for. That is insurance fraud. And you should absolutely avoid that for obvious reasons, but it, it is fraud. So do be on the lookout for that. You got my attention when you said fraud. So, yeah. Um, and I would imagine you talked about your maintenance program. And I would imagine if someone's a, a customer of yours in your maintenance uh, program, that it helps when you've got that claim to have all that history of photos. And, and it, it's kind of like before and after, right? Mm-hmm that you have on file already. And so you're already at an advantage in dealing with the insurance company. Yeah. It goes back to that, the the lawyer analogy, right? It's about having the evidence Mm -hmm. and pictures don't lie um, or videos don't lie or whatever you have from the past is always helpful. So we're just, 
and this goes back to my recovering consultant days, but um, I'm a huge believer in data and mm. just, you know, facts or facts. Mm-hmm. And the more data you have that's indisputable, the, the stronger um, you know how to watch out for and, and take care of and look after your roof. How often should you replace your roof? Great question. So it, it depends on the type of shingle. Um, it depends on many things. The first, I'll start with this type of shingle. So uh, the first is a, a standard sort of three-tab shingle. And when you look at a roof, it looks very much like a, a rectangular grid. Um, I will say that three-tab shingles, the reality in Georgia's climate with weather, the heat and sun that we get everything, start thinking about you know when it's when you're going to need to replace it on the early side 12 years but around sort of 15 years is when you should really start mm-hmm. looking into that some roofs can make it 20 some may make it 12 it all depends on whether and, and how the roof has um, been treated the next sort of shingle is a is called an architectural shingle all the major shingle manufacturers make them it has more depth and dimension to it um and most roofs that we put on, we put on an architectural shingle for aesthetic purposes, but also because they do hold up better against the elements. Um, for an architectural shingle, I say 20 to 25 years is sort of the life expectancy. Mm-hmm. Start paying attention to it, you know, 15 to 18 years just to be ahead of it so that, again, no surprises um, and, and something creeps up that you're not aware of. Beyond that, you've got metal roofs, you've got slate, um, you've got synthetic roofs that are made of like a a plastic polymer component. Hmm. Those last much, 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 much longer. Right. Um, You know, upwards of 50 years for like those synthetic, those synthetic types of roofs, which they last a lot longer. They're, they, they're much more, um, the installation is, is much more detailed, but they do look beautiful. So to recap, you know, sort of 12 to 15 years for a three tab, 15 to 20 for architecturals when to start paying attention to them, metal and sort of the other roofs have tend to have a, a longer lifespan. That's, that's a uh, very helpful advice. So, um, Colin, this has been great. And I can't imagine that there aren't some folks out there that wouldn't like to be in touch and get more information. So let's tell them how they can do that. Yes. So, so our office number is 770-799-1808. You can reach me directly through that number. It'll be extension one. Um, I'll also provide uh, my direct email. It's going to be cfogarty at mightydogroofing.com. That's Charlie, Foxtrot, Oscar, George, Alpha, Romeo, Tango, Yellow, at mightydogroofing.com, all one word. And because we're here in Georgia, dog is spelled D-O-G, not D-A-W-G. When, Spoken like a true bulldog. When when we were first, when I was first getting my email and they told me my password, it was something with dog in it. And I typed in D-A-W-G 15 times and like broke the system. And the, the person on the help desk said, how, how are you spelling dog? And I said, D-A-W-G. And they said, sir, that, that, that's not how you spell dog. <laughs> so they, they obviously did not go to the University of Georgia like, like I did. Right, right. They're, they weren't in Georgia. Yeah, I got it. Well, um, 
So, folks, it's Mighty Dog, D-O-G, Roofing of North Atlanta. Colin Fogarty, owner, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Hey, folks, just a quick idea for you. If you're looking for a different team building exercise for your uh, team, your your uh, business employees, what have you, uh, check out ANS Culinary Concepts. Chief, uh, Executive Chef Andrew Traub, he's got a award-winning culinary studio. They do corporate catering and uh, that kind of thing, but they also do team-building activities. They're in his uh, award-winning culinary studio, and it's a lot of fun. I've been there, and uh, it's just a different way to pull your team together and uh, um, create cohesion among your group. So, Give Andrew a call, 678-336-9196. Tell him that we sent you, and uh, or just go by and check him out. He's over on Jonesbridge Road in uh, Johns Creek, and the website is asculinaryconcepts.com. And folks, North Fulton Business Radio is the search term on all the major podcast apps to find this show if you have subscribed to the show, we are grateful for that, grateful for your support. If you're not a subscriber, we'd love it if you would do that. And if you would share the show, we would appreciate it. Uh, we're here to celebrate the great work of business leaders like Colin and the other, well, scads of guests that we've had uh, in almost 500 shows. Yep, we're coming up on show number 500 for North Fulton Business Radio. So if you could uh, help us highlight the great work of some of these entrepreneurs that we have had on the show, we would appreciate it. So for my guest, Colin Fogarty, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.